So here's the scoop. Chad Daybell, who is currently sitting in jail awaiting his trial for the murder and conspiracy of his first wife, Tammy Daybell, and Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow, the children of his second wife, Lori Daybell, Chad is in the fight of his life and is pushing against the death. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details penalty because in his book his wife Lori Daybell who recently was sentenced to life in prison and did not get the death penalty well he says she got a better deal and is just not fair. With Chad's trial looming in spring of 2024 his lawyer John Pryor is pulling out all the stops recently filing three motions two on the death penalty and one asking that the prosecution only be allowed to argue the same core theory that they argued in Lori Daybell's trial. I'm Linda with It's a Crime, so now let's get into it. Chad's been behind bars for a while now, ever since that fateful day in June of 2020 when the authorities found Lori Daybell's kids buried in his backyard. His first wife, Tammy Daybell, had been found dead in their bedroom months before that. Her body was exhumed and Chad got into trouble. Chad married Lori only a couple of weeks after Tammy's murder. Now, there wasn't a speedy trial for Chad. He's taking his sweet time, allowing his defense attorney to take it all in while Lori went to bat first. Now, John Pryor is on a mission trying to untangle Chad from Lori's mess, so to speak. That was his mission from day one. Even though, in my opinion, Chad is just as culpable as Lori. He also was a manipulator and he even led groups while he talked about his special experiences. And at first, we thought Lori and Chad could face the music together in court, sharing witnesses and evidence, but nope, an Idaho judge thought otherwise and decided to separate the trials. A win for Chad Daybell, or so he thought. John has these motions in play, arguing that Lori was pulling the strings in this whole conspiracy and murder case. Chad's facing some serious charges, and John's trying to keep him off death row. So John is saying Lori had Chad wrapped around her finger emotionally and sexually, and now he's saying that Chad shouldn't get the death penalty because Lori was the mastermind. And in Lori's trial back in May, we heard the prosecution say just that, that Lori uh, is the mastermind, what Lori says basically goes. Now let's dive into the court document. In the motion John Pryor wrote, Lori set the conspiracy in motion, manipulated both Alex Cox, who was Lori's brother, and Chad Daybell, and remained in charge of her plan throughout. He said that Chad was not going to act without Lori saying so. Notable, he calls her Miss Vallow throughout this document and not Daybell and Vallow was her fourth husband's last name and she'll be shortly facing charges in connection with his murder in Arizona very soon. He goes on to say that even if two co-defendants are 
equally culpable that it is unconstitutional and unacceptable to subject one of them to the most extreme punishment available while the other one does not face it. So therefore, John goes on to say that Chad shouldn't face it because the state even said that Lori was more culpable, that she was the leader in it all. He called it cruel and unusual. Now, We'll climb a little bit more into the document, and it says that Lori Vallow was the common thread between the murders and set the alleged conspiracy in motion. It says this plan was driven by Lori's desire for use of money, power, and sex, and this plan which is set in motion. The next one says, and there is one common thread through these murders, Lori Vallow. She's the one person who ties it all together. She's moving this plan forward. There is no question that Tylee Ryan, J.J. Vallow, and Tammy Daybell were murdered. Who is the common thread? Lori Vallow. The evidence in this case points to one common thread, and that thread is Lori Vallow. She is a killer. Lori is the connection to the deaths. The next one says Lori Vallow manipulated Alex Cox and Chad Dable to follow her. He goes on to say that Lori manipulated Alex religion and she manipulated Chad through emotional and sexual control, that she groomed Alex Cox, that Lori used sex to manipulate Chad and Chad seeks confirmation from Lori repeatedly. It says that Chad's telling Lori what she wants to hear. She reinforces him with sexual behavior and also that Lori Vallow led the alleged conspiracy throughout, saying things that Chad is not going to act without Lori saying so, that Lori is the conduit of information to Alex. He does, it says, Alex does what Lori tells him. Lori Vallow handed off JJ to Alex Cox. These are all little examples of what the state had talked about through the trial. So he's just doing a lot of you know, he said, she said things on there. And uh, one more was very interesting. It said about Melanie Gibb, who is Lori and Chad's friend or ex-friend, I should say. It says, Melanie Gibb responds, okay, Captain. Why does she say, okay, Captain? Because Lori is in charge. He continues in the motion talking about how the state makes it clear that Lori is the master manipulator, that the conspiracy was driven by Lori's desire for and use of money, power, and sex and set in motion by her. The document also says that Lori groomed Alex, her brother, and Chad seeks confirmation from Lori repeatedly. Do you think that Chad's defense team has the upper hand by seeing what happened in the trial and what was said? We know that John Pryor took notes and was in trial trial watching Lori Daybell. Now here's where it gets interesting because it actually talks in the document about Chad's storm. Now let me read this to you first and then I'll expand on why I shudder at it. You might already know. In the document it states, what does Chad say? Just grab me by the storm and I will follow you to the end of the universe. Not will you follow me Lori, I will follow you. Now, Storm is what Chad called his body part or his member, let's just say. I wish I was joking. I really wish I was joking. So in the motion, he says, just grab me by the storm. Well, you know. I also did a video a while back of a little story Chad wrote for his precious Lori that sounded like a feverish high school boy. You can check that out in the description box below or right here. Make sure you haven't eaten before you watch. Just a little word uh, uh, to watch out for. John concludes by saying any death sentence imposed upon Daybell would violate the fundamental 
constitutional principles requiring equal justice under law and would be unconstitutionally disproportionate, excessive, fundamentally unfair and arbitrary and capricious. Hey, you do the crime, you do the time, right? What are your thoughts? Let me know below. Now mark your calendars because November 29th is the day that John Pryor is going to lay it all out in Fremont County to strike the death penalty. They'll talk about whether Chad's trial should be a public show or not, allowing cameras in the courtroom starting April 1st. And by the way, Judge Boyce isn't letting anyone film the November 29th hearing. He denied East Idaho News and said they'll use their own cameras. As for Lori, she still has her own saga still going on. She's trying to appeal her case, which I doubt she'll get in my opinion. Judge Boyce had some interesting words to say to her at the end of that trial. Do you remember what that was? Let me know below. She has to face trial now for Charles Vallow, who was murdered in cold blood and also faces charges for the attempt made on her nephew-in-law's life, Brandon Boudreaux, as well. It's like a legal soap opera for Lori, something I'm sure that she will revel in that she will continue to be in the limelight full of her little regular smirks and laughter, which was so inappropriate these last how many years we've seen her in court. As for Lori and Chad being able to communicate, a lot of you have been wondering this. Prosecutors filed a motion on Monday setting the record straight that there's no court order putting the brakes on the married couple's communication. Back in January, the court did put a stop on Lori and Chad having face-to-face -face meetings during a strategy session as there were worries that defense attorneys could end up as witnesses and security of the parties. So it was a no-go on the in-person meetup. Now here's where it gets interesting. While the court slammed the door on them meeting in person, it didn't slam it on their other forms of communication. The prosecution, Rob Wood and Lindsay Blake, in their recent motion, made it clear that as far as they know, there's no additional order putting a lid on the defendant's chitter-chatter between each other, which is interesting. They said, the state is unaware of any additional order or orders put in place by this court addressing the defendant's contact with each other or restrictions regarding that contact. So in the world of legal wrangling, it seems like the chat lines are still open for Chad and Lori. Stay tuned for more twist in that courtroom drama, but it makes me think about how they used to talk about communicating through things called their portals. Do you think that they still feel like they can communicate that way? I lovingly called it their portal potties. Let me know what you think. Get ready for April 2024 because cameras might be a no-go as I mentioned. We'll see what happens, but John Pryor wants them in there. But the trial is finally happening for Chad Daybell. The judge says it's going to take at least eight weeks, so we're in for another journey. We saw Justice happen for the children and Tammy Daybell in Lori's case. Hopefully Chad will get it as well. Whenever I think of this case and Chad's involvement, I keep picturing him looking out his window from his house, staring at the yard, knowing that those kids were buried there and reveling in his duper's delight. Check out the most important videos in the case right here and check out my full playlist on Charles Vallow to catch up. His trial is coming. You may need a refresher or watch it if you haven't seen it before. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you in the next video. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and 
other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.